Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Sylvia Global Radio. You're listening to Devoted Moms with Tasha and Regina, an hour of engaging conversation for women who embrace the career of being a full-time mom. Hello, Devoted Moms out there. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are around the world. Hey, Regina. Hey, Tasha. Hello, everyone. Devoted Moms, it's 2013. Can you believe it? I know. Well, That's crazy. I know. I wrote it for the first time the other day, Tash, mm-hmm. and I literally had to scratch out 12. Yep. <laughs> I was like, okay, 12 is done. We've, you know, we've gotten to the other side of it, but I'm still kind of there. I know. Tell me about it. Well, thank you, Devoted Moms, for calling in. This is our first show of 2013. This is Tasha and Regina. And if you'd like to just call in and chat with us and talk with us and just, you know, sit back and enjoy a cup of, cup of coffee with us, we welcome you. You can join us online at sylviaglobal.com. You can call in at 347-215-6138. That's 347-215-6138. Or you can also join us on social media. We're on Twitter at Devoted Moms and also Facebook, Devoted Moms. Um, so feel free to just type in your questions or comments. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on how our show was for you in 2012, and then also some ideas on what you would like to hear and what you would like to talk about going forward in 2013. Uh, we would just we'd love to hear from you and get your comments and your thoughts. Right, right. Um, and well, Tasha, we hmm. thought about today's show, and we thought about you know 2012 was very busy. Uh, lots of transitions, uh, lots of um, highs, a couple of lows, um, especially as we got towards the latter part of the year. But um, what do you, what, what are you taking from 2012 um, into 2013? Well, definitely um, embarking and continuing to embark on this stay-at-home mom journey that that I'm on. Um, when you remember, when I first really started staying home with the two older kids, KJ was already three, and right around when he turned four, four and a half is when he started going to school. And so now being with the baby, being with Nia, I'm embarking on so many new things. And so 2012 for me was kind of adjusting my schedule Mm -hmm. um, and how I work and how I build my businesses around Nia and her schedule, her sleep schedule changing and her running around more and not just being an infant laying in my arms, but actually, you know, a little tsunami, as we call her, running yeah, around yeah. Um, running around, and, and really making her the priority and making sure that all of her needs are met and then being able to um, work my business around that and being able to, to balance, you know, that on a day-to-day basis. So 2012 definitely for me was... Um, just reinventing. I think when your kids enter different stages, then you and en- you enter a new stage, and you have to reinvent how you work, how you communicate, how you you know how your day goes, depending on what stage they're in. So that right. that definitely was um, a big transition for me personally. Uh, also, moving to Atlanta was um, another transition. Yeah, that was last year. I was really kind of the end of 2011, but. Really, it was, you know, the day before, I think, it turned 2012. So just mm-hmm. really being back in Atlanta was a big shift for us, but a welcome one. This was a change that we welcomed, and we, with open arms, we were so excited to get back to Atlanta. And so many good things have happened for our family and for us individually just from this move that just kind of, you know, reiterates um, for us that this is exactly where we're supposed to be. So. You know, I know that there's some out there that may have had to move because of circumstances out of your control, um, and that happened to us a few years ago. But just, you know, you're you're exactly where you're supposed to be, and so learn from that and then grow from that, and hopefully if there's somewhere else that you'd like to move back to, just keep praying on it. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We knew that Florida was just a stepping stone for us and that Atlanta was really supposed to be, you know, where we landed eventually, and so we were able to come back here last year and that that has just been, you know, an awesome change in our life. You've had some pretty big changes in 2012. I did. I did. I think about January 2012 where I was 
Um, and more, I guess mine was more around career and mm-hmm. life purpose. Um, in October of 2011, I decided to take some time just to um, really develop and do some work on, you know, what is what is my purpose? Uh, what is how do I use the talents that God's given me? Um, okay. And for me, in order to set an example for my girls, but also in order to be a testimony to God's amazing grace. And so um, I remember around January I was actually supposed to go back into the university system where I was working and just having a lot of angst about knowing that's not where I was supposed to be anymore. Um, But also really struggling with, okay, if I'm not supposed to be there, then where am I supposed to be? Um, and so I have to say, January and February, I I I got a few scars, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you know, um, that now I look at and consider as tattoos and embrace them mm-hmm. because, you know, they're reminding me that I had to um, I had to get through and through in order to get to the side um, where there was light and where there was also direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm very fortunate in having uh, friends um, and loved ones like you and uh, Carlos and uh, my cousin Rick and um, uh, uh, some of the devoted moms may remember uh, Grand Marianne, who were mm-hmm. just so encouraging to say, you know, you know, do what you have to do. God's got it. And so that's really, really, really when I developed understanding how do you just lean into, um, and I've actually heard Joyce Myers say it uh, lately, um, press into uh, God's word and press into God's wisdom um, and to, to really follow. And I just realized once I stopped doing all the fighting and just kind of, I can remember going back and starting to clean my office. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't clean my office like I'm about to get out of here. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this stuff. It was cleaning my office. It was really preparation for the person who was going to come there and and do the next phase of work that needed to be done for that program. Oh wow, that's a good way to look at it. Well, I, it was interesting because I experienced that same. Um, I'd have to say a moment of enlightenment. Um, mm-hmm. When I was selling my house, um, when I sold my house, it was in the midst of a separation and divorce, and I kept on saying, "I want this amount of money for it," and right. uh, you know, and it's gotta, you know, like, I need a contract now. I want to get this done, and it was all about selling it. And then um, one day, something, my spirit said, "You know what? Start preparing your house for the next family who's going to call this home." Mm. who is going to maybe bring in a new baby, or maybe two, (laughs) who is going to be a first-time homeowner, um, or who's been looking for a place to call home. And so I started loving on that space in a different way. And within probably two weeks, I had a contract. Within two weeks, it was closed and done. Right. I remember. (laughs) Yeah. It, yeah. it was, but you know, even though I had practiced doing that when it came to making this, you know, this career shift, I I had kind of gotten a little amnesia about that. Mm-hmm. But I did. I wanted someone to come behind me and be able to see where I had gotten the program to, and um, and bless them with a job in a university system that many people want to work in. Mm-hmm. Um, a job because many people want to work, <laughs> um, but also you know the excitement of a new opportunity for someone else because I was moving on to new opportunities for myself. Right. And as I started to transition there, and it wasn't all very pretty, um, and I had realized I killed a lot of trees in my eight years. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, doing all of that purging was also allowing um, creativity and um, positive energy to have space. Because sometimes I think we can get so filled with the frustrations that we don't have space for that positive energy to come in and work, you know, work work in us. 
So um, by March, I um, got a very clear indication um, from no one but my Heavenly Father that it was time. It was Mm -hmm. time to step out. um, And uh, I put in my resignation, and I felt like I did the right thing. Like God was smiling on me when I did that. And I did not have any contracts or anything like that. Um, lined up, but I knew that it was coming. I knew that I had done the work and the preparation for it to come. So, you know, devoted moms, if you're out there and you uh, did something, um, you know, like uh, a big move like Tasha um, and her family did, or if you did a move, you know, from uh, a job to another, you know, a career opportunity, or if you went and decided to do something that uh, for your life's purpose, we'd love to hear from you. The number is 347 215 6138. And so, so yeah, Tasha, yeah, the, the, first quor- the first quarter, you know, all of the football talk is going on right now. The first oh my quarter gosh. Last well, you year. know, there's a, lot, there's a lot of football talk in my house, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> the first quarter of last year, um, it, it looked a lot different than what I um, anticipate and, and am experiencing in the first quarter of mm-hmm. uh, this year, for sure. Yeah. Um, and and so you know I I I stepped out and I did uh, start to do trainings um, actually all around the country. I I you know I, I looked at my calendar and how many. Um, uh, different places I traveled in 2012, um, and it was about 10 different states. And wow. over, um, I think I counted up about 250 people really? that I got to know. Yeah, because my trainings were 30 and 40 apiece. Right. And and Look I think that. I, well, I think that's what's encouraging too for devoted moms just to take a moment. And we've encouraged you to do this before. Take a moment and just, you know, think about what happened and, you know, and find those glimmers of, I had completely forgotten. Um, and as a mom, when I do that the most is when I see pictures, younger pictures of my girls. Mm-hmm. You know, like pictures of that they took, you know, from either Christmas of 2011 or um, I, we have a very special friend, who, including you, Tosh, who has a birthday in January, uh, in January, so we know that in January there's pictures of the birthday celebration. So uh-huh. to go back and to look at the different pictures that we take throughout the year um, and let it kind of allow us to reflect, you know, the good stuff and the, um, you know, sometimes not the not-so-good stuff. But, yeah, right. probably about at least a minimum of 250 people that I got to interact with um, for a long enough period of time that I was inspired by each one of them. Um, And so I'm just incredibly grateful. Uh, Some folks that I met in New York uh, at midpoint last year, I'll get to to reconnect with um, at the end of this month. And so I'm excited about that. And um, I got to get to know... Uh, just how many incredible efforts there are going on around the country around providing wellness, uh, people just being um, thriving and uh, just succeeding in different um, challenges of their lives, um, most were particularly around people who were in uh, or, or are in recovery from um, substance abuse or mental health. And so, yeah. Um, it was <clears throat> they were it was they were gifts that I I was able to receive that I know that there's no price tag on. Um, and I just want to you know tell a devoted mom too that this is something that you stepped out on faith with you know and if you had still been you know at your desk every single day mm-hmm. those opportunities would have never come you wouldn't have had the you know you wouldn't have been able you wouldn't have had the opportunity and been able to travel and meet all these new people and 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 really spread. Mm-hmm you know, the word of what your what your passion is in life. So, yeah, you know, that just yeah. speaks volumes to just, you know, taking that leap. It's not always easy. In fact, it's never easy, you know. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't yeah. challenge you, it won't change you. So you definitely challenged yourself. 
Right, right, right. And I think, you know, I think the other thing too, Tasha, is, Again, if you can purge some of the uh, some of the frustrations and some of the um, energy that feels oppressive, if mm-hmm. you can purge some of that out, then you really are allowing for room for some good stuff. And so, the week that I was officially on my own, um, I was doing a training on the eastern shore of Maryland. I got a phone call on day two asking me to go the next week to Birmingham uh, to do a training. And that Birmingham training, if you remember, I have been cultivating that relationship um, with that organization for three years. Wow. And have I still been, you know, working for someone else's purpose? Um, I would have had to say no. <laughs> yeah. You know, no, I, I can't go, you know, leave my money and be, you know, and train on Tuesday that would be really difficult for me. I don't, I can't do it because I'm, you know, doing a week's training right now. Um, and so that was God's affirmation. I can remember the sun shining and the person calling to extend this or actually pleading with me, do you think you could do this? And I'm on the other side of the phone like, do you think I can? <laughs> you know, this is a win-win for both of us. <laughs> Um, and so it did, um, it worked out, and I continue to train with that organization, and I'm very grateful. Um, they've been such a blessing um, to me and my family. So yeah. uh, definitely know, you know, those those scars, you know, like, again, they serve as reminders of what we've healed from um, and how we're really moving forward. Uh, what else comes um, to mind uh, that stands out in your mind about 2012, Tosh? Um, well, definitely in our country, the whole the election process. And, mm-hmm. you know, the older that I get every election, I get, you know, a little more involved or I learn a little bit more um, and get deeper into the process. And so this, this past year was no different. But one thing that added <laughs> that added to my experience with the um, – with the election process is social media. Because mm-hmm. I can remember when I first joined Facebook, my very first pictures on Facebook were from the inauguration. <laughs> so, yeah, back in 2008. So I skipped kind of the whole election process on Facebook and Twitter and all that. And so I didn't join until that January when I posted pictures from when we went to the inauguration with you. Mm-hmm. And... So I kind of missed all that. So it was very interesting to to be a part of social media during mm-hmm. that process and just kind of wa- watching and reading reading things, um, you know, sometimes extremely negative, which was kind of surprising to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, you know, even admitting there were some people I wanted to defriend, you know, people that <laughs> I really like and, you know, all throughout the last few years we've been able to, you know, share jokes or, you know, Mm -hmm. inspirational quotes or, you know, whatever, just the normal stuff. And Mm -hmm. this was a whole different process. So I can't say I'm going to be very excited to do it again. I don't know if I'll have to walk away uh, from Facebook for a little while when we're back up for re-election because, um, you know, it was really interesting the different kind of sides that, that I saw. I like that everybody's engaged. You know, I like that the conversation is going on. Um, but at the same time, it was um, it was a little hard to sometimes go on and see and read the things that that I read from from fellow Facebook friends. Yeah, I, um, I have to I have to agree with you. Social media has taken a totally different. I mean, uh-huh. sometimes it is the connection, you know, with the world, especially you know, working independently. Um, I don't have the privilege of going to you know next door to the office to right. you know a colleague to talk about the latest, you know, and the greatest news. And so sometimes I find that Facebook is, for me it's Facebook, and I know there's lots of other, um, yeah, I've got a friend who's been pushing Google Plus and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the list a lot. continues to grow. Um, <laughs> but I know for me, I have folks that I went to high school with um, who have just become so... Um, mature and um, yeah, they're very spiritual, um, but also still very funny. 
there's mm-hmm. a guy who was the total class clown. You know, he was the guy that you wanted to be in your class because you knew he was going to be the distractor and funny. He is still a distractor and funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so, um, you know, we uh, often use that term, LOL, or those letters. But, you know, truly some folks who have made me laugh out loud at, you know, either something that we've experienced together um, Uh back in the day or something that we're experiencing together now with our kids or with our parents. Um, I think that's another thing that 2012 um, allowed for me to start to understand that my parents um, are getting older. They celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary. And that was a really big deal um, for my mother. And for me, it was painful at moments. And now, again, in reflection, I'm really glad that she was able to experience something that she felt like she had been denied and um, that was very important to her. And that was Mm -hmm. celebrating this huge, um, you know, this huge occasion uh, that very very few <laughs> live to see now. Um, I agree. And so uh, the girls got their first chance at being flower girls, and uh, we got to actually spend some time as a family, and it wasn't a funeral. And, yeah, yeah. I shared with folks, with, with the devoted moms that, you know, I've had a lot of folks who have been here, and they're now um, – you know, just not here on earth with us anymore. They're here still in spirit. And so to have this gathering that was all positive, um, and we still brought their spirits into the function, um, but, you know, it was good just to hang out with my nephews and my nieces and, you know, everybody get all gussied up. And Yeah. It was really, really, it was, you know, in hindsight, it was really a great experience. I'm very grateful that my mother um, took that on. Yeah. <laughs> she certainly did not get a wedding from her only daughter. Right. Uh, no, that's I right. Just, that's right. Yes. And you brought, you brought something up that just made me think, um, and I know this is probably something that the devoted moms kind of struggle with um, out there. But you kind of brought something up of how, you know, there's some family members who may not be here with us physically but still with us spiritually. And I know that mm-hmm. kind of coming into the new year, looking at it positively and all the great things that can happen in the new year, and you get so excited. But for some that may have lost somebody recently, mm-hmm. you know, right in the right. holidays, I'm even thinking about even on Facebook of, of people that suddenly lost a sister and a mother and mm-hmm. aunt, I'm thinking about three in particular, um, you know, how do you just kind of come into 2013 with this fresh kind of new understanding and, and zeal when the person that you were hoping to bring in the new year with, you know, and do some of these things with possibly is no longer there? You know, right. it just kind of made me it made me think of that and, and, and how, you know, and I thank God that that's, you know, that was not my reality this past um you know, the end of the year and into the new year. But, again, I, I look at my prayer book and praying for some some of my friends that are struggling with that right now. And, you know, how do I start this new year without my mother, without my without my best friend, without my aunt, you know, mm-hmm. and just, you know, possibly feeling, you know, slightly hopeless on, you know, where do I go, go next? Yeah, and I think we can't, you know, just in honoring other spirits who have, you know, gone forward, you know, I think about um, the impact of Whitney Houston. Um, you know, though she was this big mega star, she was um, a daughter, and particularly a she was a mother. And so I often pray for her daughter, who is here having to navigate the, you know, this world, this big crazy world, even though she's an adult now. Um, you know, having lost her mother in, in in a very public, you know, kind of way. And I also think mm-hmm. about um, uh, Miss Houston, uh, Miss Sissy, Sissy Houston, um, Whitney's mother. You know, we always think that kind of like, you know, you bury your parents and that's like the natural order of life. But right. 
know, to have to bury your daughter um, under such circumstances, not that I think that there's any good circumstances, but under yeah. such circumstances is really um, hard to just, you know, it, it, my heart just is full for her. For her. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and so you know, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was interrupting you. No, no, no. I just, you know, that was just like a couple of, um, you know, that was, you know, one that really did make me think of um, how we should embrace. And if there are devoted moms out there that may be struggling with some relationships with their own mom, you know, 2013 is a great time to, you know, kind of see if you, uh, if it's healthy for you um, to ask for um for a reconnection and a positive uh relationship because we just don't know um how how quickly um we will depart this earth um no. and you know with that you know I, we can't help but to think about the sandy um the sandy hook um yeah uh, you know, the fam- tragedy and the 26 families that you probably can multiply by 100 apiece um, just for the intimate connections and then by the nation's connections right. um, that were so impacted by um, just such tragedy. Yeah, it was. We didn't, And we didn't get a chance to talk about that on Devoted Moms since it happened you know, right when we our show kind of went on a hiatus, and we were even when you and I were talking, just the two of us, and we just wished we could have been on air so we could connect with some of the other devoted moms that were feeling the same way we were feeling. Um, yeah. I mean, I know just in our household, you know how hard, you know, we took it for for a, a while, and, and at some point, even asking ourselves, are we still supposed to be feeling this, you know, so hurt over this experience? Um, but I think it just, especially in our home, spoke to us because, you know, our son is the same age as some of the kids um, from Sandy Hook Elementary. Mm-hmm. And so we just automatically kind of went there and imagined, you know, what it would have been like for him if that had been mm-hmm. his classroom or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if, if heaven forbid something happened to him or even if, it didn't happen to him, but he saw what happened and was in, right, in right, the school right. and in the class and all his friends are gone. And so it um, it really did impact us. And I saw something recently on Facebook that I really love that I definitely want to implement this year. And especially if you're feeling like, okay, what can I do, kind of feeling like you want to do something in honor of those 26 people. Um, there was this thing going around on Facebook where you do 26 acts of kindness yeah, the random you know, acts of kindness. Random acts of kindness either this month, and and I love how they put the number on there. Because of course you can do way more than twenty six, mm-hmm. but twenty six kind of representing, you know, those twenty six families that were lost, and and just doing something for somebody else without any expectation of anything in return. Um, right. And so I definitely want to take that on and be more purposeful, um, so that I know when I do something. I know exactly why I'm doing it in honor of them. And so, Devoted Moms, I just wanted to share that with you. If you're like me, kind of feeling, what what do I do? You know, they're not in our area, so I can't really, you know, go up there and make dinner for anybody or, or anything hands-on like that. But, um, you know, that's kind of my way of, of honoring them, you know, in this time. And, I'm, you know, I, and we prayed for them every single day for a while, especially during the holidays, because, again, I can't imagine kind of going through Christmas, you know, mm-hmm. especially how we live now. We we see, we live Christmas through our, through our children's eyes. Right, you know, right, right. That's the excitement that Kenny and I get is watching their excitement. And so, you know, I can't imagine having one less um, at the Christmas tree with us. I, you mm-hmm. know, I can't even imagine that. Yeah, and you know, I, I for me it um gave me the opportunity to and I think I should posted it on Facebook that mm-hmm. I encourage people to recommit to um building memories with their children and their loved ones. Right. Right. Um so that those lives um wouldn't have been taken in vain. And I do think that collective um energy can either shift our world in a positive place or in a negative place. 
Right. And I think that um, there's actually a little girl that was highlighted um, on one of the memorial sites. Uh, her name is Ashley Stewart. And um, what I thought was really, I'm sorry, her name is Allison Wyatt. I'm sorry, Allison Wyatt. And what they, okay. what they said was that she was really, um, you know, such a kind-hearted little girl and that she mm-hmm. really was wanting to make people feel better or do those random acts of kindness. Um, and for me and for my girls, it was once I was able to process it as much as any person could, mm-hmm. um, I really wanted them to understand um, that there is a power greater than all of us, and it allowed us to talk about um, our personal beliefs um, and who we feel is ultimate is, is the ultimate power, and that's uh, my God. Yeah, and so um, you know, it really did. You know, it, it really did shake people at the core, and depending on what your core is built on, um, I think it's you know, it's just how you probably persevere. But I've heard a number mm-hmm. of the families really, um, you know, push that, you know, embrace this life. Um, let's be kind to each right. other. Kind. Um, oh. Yeah. Let's just show some kindness to each other. Kindness. Some compassion mm-hmm. to each other. Um, I think the other thing, too, was um, it also highlighted for me that um, that there is a probably multiple-pronged approach to um, maybe preventing this from happening, and I'm a big proponent for adequate mental health services, mm-hmm. um, especially yeah. when we have family members who we know there's something going on, and, you know, it, if you've ever tried to seek mental health for your loved ones, um, it can be so difficult, mm-hmm. um, even if it's just to go and get an assessment. Um, finding someone who takes your insurance, finding someone who can see you in uh, an amount of time that, you know, that your crisis or whatever, you know, whatever the catalyst um, is still existing. It's very difficult, and I'm just very grateful for the Affordable um, Care Act in the area where it has now taken effect that there is mental health parity. Um, and Tasha and I talked a little bit about that and devoted months on what you to um we want to use our show as a forum for education and information sharing. And so we'll actually have some advocates and some folks who can talk about, you know, what is this Affordable Health Care Act and um what what's meant when you say mental health parity and the quick and easier easier way for me to chew on it is um if I break my if I sprain my ankle, I go into a facility or to my doctor and I get my ankle taken care of. Well, if I'm having some issues with processing and doing daily um, daily uh, chores, um, you know, just daily living, I can go and I can talk to somebody that can help me put it in perspective to figure out what's going on so that I can be well. And so it really is looking at being well from the physical sense, from the mental sense, and also from the spiritual sense. Right. And so um, them having equal footing and equal access, um, I think, is going to help to make our country uh, much more healthier. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And just kind of going into this year, um you know, Devoted Moms, if you want to give us a call, you can um, give us a call and tell us what types of things you're implementing into 2013 and maybe you even started in 2012 and just want to grow it in 2013 or maybe you're trying something just brand spanking new. I'd love to hear, you know, what kind of things you're implementing into your lives um, this year, especially even as being a devoted mom, that you'd like to share with us. You can call in at 347 215 6138. Again, that's 347 215 6138. But 2013 for me, um, the word for me is just self discipline. You know, I feel mm. like, yeah, I feel like last year, toward the end of the year, I kind of I floated a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of floating through life and just kind of getting through the day. 
And so this year I want to be more on purpose and really and where that that what that means and looks like for me is, is self discipline. Is mm-hmm. putting some things, um, some goals down and some aspirations and then actually doing the steps necessary in order to reach them. That it's not just gonna happen, you know, just because you write a plan down, it's not gonna just happen itself. You know, so what mm-hmm. kind of things do I need to do in order to um to make it happen? And so I started with um with the Daniel Fast, as you mm-hmm. know, we do every year. And actually mm-hmm. I was nursing last year so I didn't do it, so excited about, you know, starting it back up. But my whole family participates in the Daniel Fast for the first twenty one days of the year. And, and so um, can you give just a little bit I did the Daniel Fest one year with you and mm-hmm. yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh yes. I remember we did that together with the book and all that. That was oh, a good year. I never spent so much time thinking about what I could eat and what I couldn't eat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um except for when I was on Weight Watchers back in my twenties when I had no business being on Weight Watchers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but it certainly did put uh and you know, part of the day of fast is putting um putting in perspective what you're putting in your body, um, so that your brain and your spirit can actually uh be uh, uh, gain more clarity. And right. I know that every year that Tasha has been on her Daniel Fast, there's been some monumental um you know, uh, aha moment. Definitely. And so I'm just, I'm excited to see, you know, what is it going to be this <laughs> this year? <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. And I'm actually following it along with my church, which is destinymetro.org, if you want to go there and click on Daniel Fast 2013. And it'll kind of explain a little bit about what the Daniel Fast is and why we do it and um, what some of the, uh, you know, requirements are if you want to participate. And really, you know, at the end of the day, it's also, you know, all about your relationship with God. That's mm-hmm. where it mm-hmm. really boils down to. And so even some of the things that it says you shouldn't eat or shouldn't do, you know, you definitely need to go to your God about that and make sure that that lines up with you with what you need um, first and foremost. But mm-hmm. for us, and, it, and it I, really I, does. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. Oh, um, so if you want to, like I said, it's destiny Met- destinymetro.org if you want to. And many churches do the Daniel Fast, so you can mm-hmm. probably just Google Daniel Fast as well and and look it up. But it does um, provide some amazing clarity because we're not just focused on what we're eating or, you know, what food is good or, or trying to even feel good from eating. So we're taking out needing Mm -hmm. to feel good from eating, and it's just about making sure that your body has the nutrients that it needs, and then and then being able to feel good and do some things without food being the catalyst. So that's something I learn from it every single year. Um, And again, this year it's with self discipline. So the first thing that I've been doing, and I've been successful so far, starting January first, is waking up. Is waking up at six o'clock in the morning every morning before my children, and I know when I look back, I have the best day, the best week, and the best month when I wake up first thing in the morning and it's still kind of dark. Everyone's still asleep. It's still quiet and still, and I can have a moment to myself and with God and with my thoughts and with my pen and paper in case I need to, um, you know, write down my day. I I just I have to have it. And so I had to in a little way getting less sleep or altering my sleep. If I feel mm-hmm. like I need an extra half hour or hour of sleep then I need to get it on the other end and go to bed earlier so that I can actually get up and um you know, really start my day and really mm-hmm. start it with God first and then mm-hmm. have more control over my day instead of my day having control of me. Because you know when you're at home and you own your own business and you're you're kind of going back and forth, it's not as scheduled as if you're clocking in and clocking out. So you ha- we do have to be more specific and on purpose with the way that our day wants to go if we want to be productive. So right. I don't know about you guys out there, but, you know, if if you want to try that, you know, whatever time your kids get up, give yourself a half hour before they get up. 
and allow yourself just that time. And I'm telling you, it just really, um, it just really helps. Yeah. Well, and I think, Tasha, the other thing is that, you know, there are some folks who the morning works for them. There's also some Mm -hmm. folks where the evening, you know, I'm on the other end. I am uh, 2 o'clock in the morning just, you know, at some point you accept how your body's um, decided to exist. And you work it out however that is. So if you're someone on the other end, um, for me, one of the expectations, and I'm not going to call it, I, I kind of shy away from the word um, uh, resolution. Yep, you saw I didn't um, use it either. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Um, I do like to say that I am committing um, to do certain things differently, um, or I will also say that I have expectations for myself um, this year to be better. And so in order for those expectations to be met, um, there's certain things that I have to do differently. And, you know, one of the aha moments that, that I came into 2013 with is, you know, my business, I'm an entrepreneur, but I am a social worker first. I have mm-hmm. always been. Um, that work comes to me very naturally just like breathing. Doing that work in the confines or within the parameters of my own business is a different um, way of existing. And so I've committed myself to spending more time, additional time, purposeful time around marketing, around um, the business aspect of it. You know, there's one thing to do some coaching with someone that calls you their mentor but is it coach? Is it coaching, or is it mentor? Um, you know, relationship, or is it really a client? And mm-hmm. you know, and how do we make sure that those roles are clearly defined? Because this is how um, this is. That's one of the activities I do in order to provide for my family. And so, really having to, you know, kind of rethink, and I'll share with a resource um, that I've come across is for those who have smartphones, um, there is, and, and also computers. Um, Dave Ramsey, who Tasha and I both have talked about, um, is incredible around the Financial Peace University, also has an entre leadership um, arm that talks about um, entrepreneurship and. Uh, building and taking from these incredibly successful businesses um, who are run with values uh, for the people who work there and for the products that they are creating for people um, and mm-hmm. how do you do that in, uh, in a very value-based way. And so I've committed to listening to at least one podcast a day um, just to help me start to think like a business person. Um, when you do nonprofit, it's a little bit different, um, and I had to realize and accept that it is different. Um, right. But in understanding and accepting that, it allowed me to then um, attract um, some of the resources that I need so that I am, in fact, using my talents um, that God has given me in the best way possible because it is about service. And so one is that, and then I went back to something that I had done previously, which is listening to or reading something that helps to generate my spiritual or reinforce my spiritual um, health. And so I am a big fan of Joyce Myers. Um, She's pretty clear, straight to the point. And so I'm now spending 14 minutes in in my morning Whenever that morning happens, it's not happening at 6 o'clock. Um, <laughs> for 14 minutes of the beginning of my morning, listening to her talk about, you know, it's important to let go um, things that have caused you hurt and people right. that have caused you hurt to forgive them. And this morning I actually experienced it with my two girls. Um, they were awakened in a way that they didn't like, um, and so they were very angry with that person for waking them up like that, and so they come get in the bed with mom, and I'm listening to Joyce Myers talk about forgiveness. 
and also talking about you can be angry with a person as much as you want, but it's not going to hurt them. It's really going to hurt you. Right. And I could just feel the eyes rolling like, really? (laughs) No. I came in here to really fuss about how angry I am, and this woman's talking about, you know, forgiving. (laughs) Right. Um, And I didn't have to say anything because she was very clear in her language about, you know, that person's going to go on with their day and going to be just joyful and on, you know, and you're you're allowing it to take your joy away. And Mm -hmm. those are choices. So, you know, trying to take something immediately in in the morning that is positive and encouraging, um, you know, it leads me to my expectation of being healthier in my spirit. Um, I like that. You know, and so it really is, um, you know, being more purposeful about it. You know, one of the things that I did get a chance to, uh, I guess, re-expose myself to is I'm not a big writer. I'm mm-hmm. not one of those journal people. <laughs> I, no, have a I have a friend whose mom has journaled her entire life. She has oh. notebooks and notebooks and notebooks of her whole entire life. I think since like really, and she is in her late sixties. It would be great to have her on just to talk about like why she did that and where mm-hmm. that might be wonderful for some folks, and clearly it's wonderful for her. Um, her kids are dying to get to the journals because they want to know, you know, what, what her, their mother's inner thoughts on these, you know, and she dates them and times them for each day of her life. Wow. Um, I can't do that. <laughs> I admire it, but that's not me. Um, but what I did do is I allow myself now when I am having some thoughts that um, that I, I don't know what to do with, to write them down, and I do okay. it in the form of a letter to God. Um, I was then at, uh, given the challenge to write a letter from God in response to my letter to God. Hmm. Okay. And so uh, I not something I'm going to do every day, but right. it's something that um, I see as a help uh, when it starts to get heavy. And 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 I really do need to hear the word, mm-hmm. right. you know, or hear some something interrupts um, the negative uh, that can be going on, whether it is out in the world, whether it's in my head, or whether it is, you know, out of the mouths of my children, right, <laughs> friends and family. <laughs> but um, oh, okay. that, so those are the three things time. that that I. Um, and committing to so that my expectation for an incredible year, I think 2013 is just going to be phenomenal. Um, I I expect nothing less than, mm-hmm. you know, something that is uh, beyond my comprehension. And so I am going to be ready and willing and an active participant in creating that. I like that. Um one thing I'm doing that's that is extremely challenging. I don't know if you've ever tried this, but have you ever tried just sitting still and just emptying your mind of all thoughts for a few minutes? Uh, with a glass that? of wine or without a glass of wine? <laughs> this without a glass of wine. <laughs> oh. um, it is it is hard. I mean, I I'm only on day three, um, but I, it's so funny, like, when you really, because I just, I'm really trying to learn how to have more control over my thoughts and what I think. And I know it's a very, you know, from what I've read and everything, it's not easy. And, um, you know, it takes, you know, practice and a lot of time. So, you know, that's what I'm doing. But it's it was just interesting how when you really try not to think of anything, how much stuff comes flooding into your head. And then stuff that's just arbitrary, you know, like mm-hmm. a song that I mm-hmm. haven't heard in 10 years. All of a sudden this mm-hmm. song's in my head and I can't get it out, you know. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so I've been trying that for the last three days and just, you know, sitting still, you know, starting at five minutes. I want to work up to maybe, you know, 20 is my goal, I think, mm-hmm. of being able to just sit and not have any thoughts in my head. So that's a that's a challenge yeah. that I'm giving myself this year to see. So so if Kenny walks into the room and says, 
well, what are you thinking about? You can you can really honestly say nothing, nothing, mm-hmm. and it not be the meaning of yes, you better ask me again because you know I'm thinking of something, <laughs> of something, right? <laughs> but really, truly, honestly, nothing. So, devoted yep. moms out there, I would encourage for you to let the people around you know what you're. T- <laughs> I do. Yes, he knows I'm doing that too. Because he, he even said, said that's really possible. <laughs> well, and I have heard. I think I have experienced and heard um, it put more in a way of emptying your thoughts onto paper. Um, but I yeah, maybe maybe I'll try. And so, can I do one minute? I mean, I, I'm one of those oh, people yeah. that I, I have to pace myself. Um, oh, and maybe yeah. there's some other devoted moms out there that might think about it for like one minute. But you know that usually only happens when, yeah, I, I'm not really sure. Um, but it does sound like you know a challenge, and so uh, that could be fun in just uh, mm-hmm. you know saying that you're able to do that. I, I wanted to do a um, a non-talking um, exercise. There are some oh, things that are silent, yes. Mm-hmm. For me, it's non-talking. For you, it's silent. <laughs> um, so, you know, I've thought about that, and just, like, to me, that would be just having the thoughts in your head, not being able to express them, but being forced mm-hmm. to process them in a way where you're using a different sense um, instead of oratory. You know, where yeah. you must be, you know, you may be using your body, um, you may be using touch, but, you know, the processing still has to occur because you still are, in fact, um, you know, your body is still operating. Exactly. So so um, I've I've always wanted to kind of take that challenge on, and, and so maybe I'll do that this year. I, I, I um, you know, it's one of those things, even like fasting, you know, you talked about fasting at the beginning of the year, and I really would like for us to do a show on fasting and just kind of what does that mean? Because it mm-hmm. means different things to different people. Different people, um, definitely. You know, when I first heard fasting, I think I was probably about 12 or 13, and no, 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 younger than that, about 9 or 10, and we were doing Black History Reports, and Dick Gregory um, was fasting for some equality some civil rights uh, piece, and so he did not eat at all. He didn't eat at all, and he became completely emaciated. I mean, he was just bones and skin, Uh and it was because he was trying to bring awareness to this particular subject, and I'm very sorry, Mr. Gregory, I can't remember what that subject was or issue area, but his act... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um was very impressive on me um and 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 it may have been around the civil rights um it may have been around voting and of course now I want to google and remind right. myself but, but I remember you know fasting also Gandhi um being big into fasting and so I just always thought about it, it was just like not eating and then you know as I got older I you know, learned about fasting in in more of a spiritual way um, and then, you know, actually participated in it, you know, when you did your Daniel fast um, and I did it with you. And so, you know, maybe that's, you know, something that devoted moms might want to learn more about and also share, you know, what has been your experience around um, this kind of demonstration, which is how I know my um, church home describes it. It's just more a demonstration for the human than it is a sacrifice to God, because God's not asking right. for you to do all that. <laughs> you know, um, it is something that you've decided that you need to do in order to get these things out of the way, um, so that you right. really can focus on what God wants for you. And there's nothing like the kind of prayer that you give when you really want to eat a pork chop, and instead you're eating, you know. Cabbage, the sauteed in water, pork <laughs> chop, and then too, and, and then and then you also can, like you said, anything that's in the way. So you can fast something that you feel mm-hmm. is hindering your relationship with God, and that could be TV or the computer or um, you know something of that nature. Yes, yeah, that yeah. can definitely be more than just food. Um, 
you know, and that may be even something that we'll venture into, you know, years in, in the future on something else because I think we've done the Daniel Fast a few times where we're, you know, at a point that we know what we need to eat and how we need to do it and how we need to get it and it's not as much of a challenge for us as, as it used to be, especially mm-hmm. in the beginning, you know. Yeah. Well, you also came across an incredible, uh, one of my favorite meals is, uh, I guess, meets the Daniel Fast. Um, requirement, right? Mhm. Yes, the um, the gardein chicken. Yeah, with the yeah, mashed yeah. potatoes. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just made that last Sunday. <laughs> oh my god! Oh goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, and so maybe even uh, you know, as we come up, and we really do want to hear from devoted moms to see, you know, what yes. are some of the ideas for um our shows in 2013? We certainly have some, and um, Tasha, who when I met her, did not, I think knew how to scramble an egg really well. And yeah, I, think I don't think like, I knew how to scramble an egg. Boil. Boil. It was boiling. Yeah. She had yeah. mastered scrambled eggs. Please check out the strength-based perspective of of our friendship. She mastered <laughs> boiling an egg, um, and that was pretty much, you know, all she needed to do in the culinary realm. <laughs> to yep. and then you shifted to I mean you are an incredible cook now that does not even mm. have to have meat to make a meal, which for nope. me is a huge feat. <laughs> as my as as my um, meatless Monday turned into you know I just can't do it this week let's have chicken nuggets. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, but, you know, we can talk about, like, you know, how devoted moms really do have to think about, like, providing the nutrition for their families and how that can be so challenging and how some people make it look so easy. Um, and what are some of the tips um, of, hurrying, of of getting food on the table um, in the morning and also in the evening? Uh, yeah. So I think that those are two, those are two different skill sets. Uh, you know, just depending on what the expectations of your family um, have become. So uh, that definitely will be something we'll talk more about. But, yeah, Tasha, you're an awesome cook now, and I love having my feet underneath your table. And I don't think I've had boiled eggs in years. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I agree with you what you said earlier. It's going to be a great year. I'm looking forward to to our shows, and I'm looking forward to new listeners and new experiences. And, um, you know, this is definitely, I mean, I guess this is really how we should, you know, one thing we didn't talk about that, that came into fruition in 2012 that's now carried into 2013. That was something you and I never even had on a dream board, never even talked about, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, blessed to have this opportunity to be able to host a show every week. Mm-hmm. It's just um, I'm still in awe and shock yeah. and grateful, and also I'm just having fun with it. And so, you know, I talked, spoke with our producer earlier today, and, you know, of course you saw the email that she sent to both of us just confirming that we were picked up for this year and Yay. that they will continue Devoted Moms for 2013. And, mm-hmm. you know, so that shows that we, you know, we did something last year. <laughs> you know, both of us are like, <laughs> what did we do? I don't know. Um, just really quickly, I think that it would be important um, – for us to talk about, we are entrepreneurs, and we do want to encourage people to visit um, our various websites to learn more about our businesses so we can learn more about yours um, and your needs. Uh, I can be reached at www.communityspeaksllc.com. Um, Tasha, do you want to give out your website? Sure, thank you. You can reach me at Get Clear Skin dot my r and s dot com again i'll give that to you it's get clear skin at my r and s dot com and you can always google tasha white and you'll find it that way as well yeah and if you want to reach both of us and you have ideas for or if you're an author or if you um, have some incredible insight that you'd like to share with us um you know you can always reach us at facebook um devoted moms um, mm-hmm. That's where you'll find us both together, um, continuing to do life. And I um, also have to wish you a happy birthday. 
I am always Thank the you. first one to wish Tasha a happy birthday because I always think it's January the 2nd. And it is January <laughs> the 3rd, but, you know, I, uh, I'm i special like that. Um, so mm-hmm. I love you, sister, and I'm glad to be you with too. you in 2013. And let's just see how we can make this a, a phenomenal year. Let's top 2012. Yes, that's the goal. We are going to top. We are definitely going to top 2012. So devoted moms out there, have a fantastic week, and we will see you next Thursday at 1.30 Eastern Time. Love you. Love you. See you on the other side, Todd. Bye.